Hej och välkomna till ytterligare ett avsnitt av VP-podden. Följ oss jättegärna på sociala medier. Framförallt så finns vi på Instagram men även på Facebook. Och bli gärna Patreon och stötta oss där. kan även stötta oss via Acast Plus. Då får man tillgång till våra avsnitt och videos. För alla andra och vissa saker kommer vara exklusivt för våra Patreons eller Acast Plus sponsorer. Idag så har vi äran att presentera en samarbetspartner som vi flaggade lite för i förra avsnittet. Monster Pet Food kommer vi ha ett samarbete med nu. Där ni kommer få se framförallt på Instagram en tävling inom det närmsta. Där vinnaren kan vinna en 12 kilos fodersäck och två stycken vinnare till utöver det då som vinner... Två kilo valfritt torrfoder från Monster. Fantastiskt kul att starta ett samarbete med dem. Så får vi se vad det leder någonstans. Nu så kör vi vidare med avsnittet. Ha det gott allihopa och njut av lyssningen. Tack! Hej och välkomna till VP-podden. Med mig Johan Kato och Tobbe Kristiansen Och idag så har vi även med oss en gäst Så vi ska faktiskt prata på engelska under dagen Men vi börjar väl som vanligt Tobbe, hur är det med dig? Jo det, det funkar Som sagt, det är lurigt att ta na- små naps Så ja. det blev lite stressigt Men ja, ja. vi är här Ja men precis, vi spelar in lite senare idag än vad vi brukar göra Så vi har hunnit somna, mm. gamla gubbarna mm. Yes, so let's start in English then. Um, yeah. yeah, we have an international guest today, um, uh, Alex. Um, I actually don't know that much about you or your dogs. Uh, I was supposed to look at the EPAS uh, broadcast, but uh, yeah, I have had too much to do. So I haven't uh, had the time to, to look at it. So i think Tobbe is the one that knows more uh, about you. But uh, can you please start to um, introduce yourself? And then, yeah, we're going to find okay. out a lot of questions, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, it's really nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, I've been doing weight pool for actually a very short time. Uh, my bitch is. Uh, two and a half years and she's been pulling for something over a year of course she started learning much sooner but uh, competitively she's working for about a year but I think she's doing pretty well she's my uh, she's my own breeding I have her uh, mother and it's not actually uh, they don't have a history of weight pool but we found out with Tobe when we were talking that actually our bitches have some uh, common ancestors so that's very interesting cool yeah for me for me me was uh, watching her pass and uh, seeing harleen i was like hmm i've seen that technique before <laughs> uh, and i really liked how you ran her so yeah it was really cool so i had to write <laughs> and here we are 
Yeah. Yes, it was very surprising. <laughs> yeah. So, so where where are you located? I'm in Czech Republic in Prague. Yeah. So you didn't have that far to to travel for the pass this year. Yeah. Not not just yet. Next year is Spain, so that's oh. going to be new because Poland was our first uh, competition abroad, actually. Yeah, that's nice. But in which uh, rule set do you typically compete? Is it? Uh, we we started uh, Apapu, uh, which was uh, done mostly in Germany, but that pretty much uh, got cancelled this year. Or so we understand. So uh, we actually mostly did uh, EPF. And that's what we'll probably do in the future. Yeah. How, how big is weight pulling in Czech Republic? I would say uh, bull breed sports are quite big because bull breeds are pretty popular in here right now. So the sports as uh, package are popular, but weight pulling. I think it's the least favorite uh, of the disciplines. Uh, I think because it's very hard and people don't have the patience for it. And also it takes a long time. If you compete, it can be boring. I used to find it boring before I started doing weight pulling. So I kind of understand it, but uh, also I think it's the best discipline right now. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's really not that popular, I think. No. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that so many they think it's a, a easy sport. They just just uh, make the dog pull, but once they start and and try it out, they realize it's so much. Not just the physical training, but all the obedience and everything on the track to make it. Yeah, yeah make it good. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Tobe. You, yep. uh, um, you that has seen more of <laughs> of Alex and and her dog, um, what was it that you saw that made you so interested, except uh, for the technique? Yeah, well, well, for me, uh, there was a lot of handling that I don't consider good uh, going on, but. A lot of it is because we run our rules in repeal and they're they're a lot stricter. So it was fun to see a dog and a handler that I felt really connected and it looked good and it was calm and yeah. And then we had the technique again. And she did crazy good. Yeah, interesting. So, so yeah. So when you started with weight pulling, um, was it natural for for your dog, or did it take a lot of getting used to for her in the beginning, or how was it? Uh, actually, uh, since she was like I think two months old, she was always pulling on her leash. She just couldn't walk calmly, and you. you tell that she enjoys it. So since she was like two months old, I always told all my friends, 
she's gonna do weight pull. I never did weight pull. I never really liked it before. But when I saw her and the way she liked the movement, I was pretty sure that that's gonna be her discipline, and I was right. So uh, it came quite naturally to her. I think it's just in her. Uh, when I put her on the track, she just did it. And uh, most work that we do is with her head because she gets very nervous. She uh, doesn't really like competing. She uh, is very stressed. And then she... Uh, isn't uh, concentrating properly. So that's what we have to work on. But the technique and the pulling that's just in her, that's, I guess, in her genes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing with stress and stuff like that, it, it's pretty common with staffies in way yeah. it really is. So all, always have to work on that. A thing, thing I realized is that, yeah. It's easy if you push a staffy too far. It's easy to get those behaviors getting stronger. So, yeah, they're a little special. The staffies, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but and and but the she was your own breeding. So, um, is this the first breeding you had had, or do you you had a lot of? readings before oh no no this is the first and possibly the last <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to make a line of uh tested super healthy sporty dogs but uh even though harleen is great at weight pulling and she looks great she looks exactly like i would like a stuffy to look um her character is not exactly what I would like for a stuffy. Uh, like I said, she gets very nervous. Uh, she's not uh, afraid per se, like she doesn't mind firecrackers and stuff like that. But uh, I don't like that she uh, gets so stressed. I don't think her mom is not like that. She's much calmer. She goes into things without thinking 200%. Harleen is very careful. You have to really be careful not to do something wrong because she remembers it for a long time and then you have to work on it to uh, repair the damage. And I uh, honestly don't like this. I think stuffies should be more uh, like her mom, that they do everything 200%. And they're not like this lately, but I don't want to add to it. No. But did you do any any sports with the with her mother? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, she does all the other disciplines: jumping, running. Uh, she was and I think still is very good. So uh, that's why I wanted a sporting dog after her that would do just as well. Even though in the end we're doing something completely different, but uh, she's good. Yeah. Yeah, because I see a lot of prizes back there, and I, I yeah, that's I mostly that, that's mostly her mother's. Yeah, mine. <laughs> yeah I thought that that was a good good first year. Pulling, but yeah, no, no, no. no. Uh, and in weight pool, you mostly get the ribbons. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's changed. Um, typically, when I was uh, competing a lot, we we got a, a lot of 
uh, yeah, I don't know the English word for it, but uh, the prices you have by, uh, back there. Uh, but that's changed also here in Sweden. It's more medals. And, and yeah. one year it was ribbons, but, but uh, before that it was a lot of, a lot of trophies. Yeah. So, yeah. Dust, dust collectors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, but I love them. I, yeah. I can't help it. No, no. I know. I had I had all them up when I was competing with my two dogs. And now I only have in my office here five five of the the most special ones for me. Yeah. So, As the yeah. collection gets bigger, it's harder to yeah. store it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Okay, so but uh Evpas, um, it it was on um, uh, a rails, but you typically uh, compete on rails in Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah, pretty much always. Yeah, so there are there are no dirt tracks or not really. I think some people have them uh, like for training at home, possibly. But I don't think there is a single track without rails uh, for competitions. No. I was very surprised when I saw the video from Toba that you uh, work on sand. And that's really interesting to me because we usually have carpet, only carpet and rails. Yeah. It's really a, a different kind of sport when you, when you change the the track from carpet to dirt and then also if you if you have uh, the rails here we used we did, it wasn't no we had one competition this year on uh, on uh, carpet indoors uh, with with the same cart that we use on on the dirt uh, and then yeah and then we had rails and, and dirt so it's it's very different uh, and it suits different dogs a lot yeah, Tobe. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's it's really special with the dirt, and I mean, uh, up here now, um, there especially uh, there's one dirt track here in Sweden, um, just like thirty kilometers away, uh, and there's one in Norway, and the results on those tracks this year has been equal to the rail tracks, so the dirt That's tracks great. are. The dirt tracks are really good. Uh, I mean, in Norway, now I might stand, stand corrected, but I think they pulled 134 pounds per pound on dirt. So, uh, really special. That's great. So, I love to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, thing is uh, that dogs that can handle the carpet on the rail track. Many of them do good on uh, uh, the dirt too. Like my girl, she she runs on all three surfaces and doing good. So, and we all, only train carpets in here. So, uh, so it's interesting. What? Do, how much did uh, Halin pull on the uh, pass? Uh, I don't want to lie right now. I'm not sure actually. I'm not sure. Uh, it was <laughs> so hard. It was so I'm hard horrible. to follow. Uh, it was so hard to follow. So I, when I get into it, I just concentrate on the dog, and uh, in the end, I forget what weight is uh, on the card, and I never remember our final weight. So uh, it, it, it's the same here. People people ask afterwards, 
Well, what did you pull? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, is I there any results? Did a great job. Yeah. But is there any results anywhere for the EdPass? Um, I'm... Um, uh, they usually they usually upload it on the website. I can I can check. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I checked the the Facebook page a little bit here, but it it, it, it looks like it's a, a nice um, place to to have competitions on. This uh, yeah. place where they have a recording. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, the. I'm not sure if they own the track or if they just rent it, but uh, most competitions in Czech Republic actually take place there, or they have one more track in the same same town. Okay. So it's usually in that town because they uh, do the EPF competitions. So yeah. most of it happens there. Yeah. Actually, it, it, it's like uh, like here then. No weight pull in the capital, more or less. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the same. Yeah, I, I found it here. Uh, Harleen, uh, yeah, 105.17 pound for pound. Um, yeah. Or percentage, 1,220 kilos. Okay, she's, I couldn't find light. it, so yeah. thanks for it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's really light, uh, 11.6. That's the perfect yeah. size, I think. <laughs> Around yeah. 12 kilos. That's, um, yeah. I'm actually, yeah, the next dog for me, it's going to be a, a Staffy. And I would like it to be in that range, 11 to 13 kilos. A little bit less than my 30 kilo Amstaff I, I used to have. So it's, it's going to be nice. Oh. Well, There's some yeah. really, really loud, weird music <laughs> here. Oh yeah, we can hear it. Uh, but otherwise, how it's it's quite interesting to see the results. Is the um, is the rail uh, there? Is there any incline or is it flat? Oh, she froze. No, she's back. Oh, no, she's back. Did you hear? <laughs> okay, did you sorry. hear my question? No, you didn't hear my question. Uh, is the is the rail? Um, is it flat or it, does it have an incline? There's always an incline, I think. Yeah. I I'm not sure what uh, percent uh, incline it is, but there's always an incline. Yeah. That's good. I really yeah, like yeah. that. It's the same we have uh, in EPL. Yeah. We we have to have an uh, incline on point seventy five at least I think yeah yeah so usually it's around one percent so yeah. so and you ended up second but you have beaten the dog that won before oh yeah. yeah yeah uh it was quite uh, close I think very very close. And uh, I think it it was uh, my mistake because I uh, don't use strategy very much. I'm just no. concentrating on my dog and I don't think about uh, the percentage while, we, while we're competing. And no. afterwards, I realized that we could have uh, done a half weight. And if we did, it would probably end up differently. But... Uh, I just 
didn't think about it at the time and I'm I'm really uh, happy about the result either way because I think she did her best so yeah. that's the yeah. most important thing for me yes she did really good and it looked good and yeah you. you'll get that dog again you'll beat it again so uh, oh, I think he's finished competing now he's okay. like nine years old so I'm happy oh. for him honestly he yeah. deserves yeah. it Yeah, it's it's the same in minus 20. The Finns that were down with uh, Ruben and Rhino, I mean, they are 11 and 12 years old, so... Wow. Uh, yeah. And Ruben has won about 120 EVPL shows. Wow. He's crazy. competed, competed since, since he was one and a half, and he's won it all. He's crazy. And, uh, yeah, it's the same... It's the same guy that has uh, Clara Bell. Oh yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah she I really, was really good. Her. Yeah, she's really good. And she was uh, she was second on uh, EVP Liam this year, so she's really really good. Yeah. So, it's really, yeah. Well, I, I'm a I'm a numbers guy, you know. And I, <laughs> starting to see the results here, it's hard to concentrate because, yeah, I don't know why I didn't check it before, but uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see. It's, it's it was a big class, twelve yeah. dogs. Uh, so I know Empass uh, attracts a lot of dogs, but how is the the typical competitions down there? Is it a lot of dogs that competes? I would say that the number of dogs that was at FPAS is kind of the typical number for a competition. Uh, it depends. Sometimes it's a bit less, but I must say that uh, when it comes to EPF, uh, you see, in my opinion, mostly really good dogs. Of course, there are different competitions in here that are not under EPF or uh any organization at all like uh, people just do their own competitions and uh, those can be uh, around I think there was one that was around 50 60 dogs but that's that's really crazy that doesn't usually happen and it includes the dogs that uh, use lure on the track which mm. is something completely different so yeah. The EPF competitions, I think, are usually something like uh, the number of dogs that was at FPA. Yeah. 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 It's a big difference between... Whitfield has come a long way. I mean, there was APA in Sweden, but that, uh, I think they tried. But that's like 15 years ago, but never caught up. But in Denmark, in Denmark, they have EPF, so they uh, run shows in Denmark under EPF. So, mm. uh, but how is the rule? Is it EPF that had the three-second rule in, uh, in the in the start that you need the dog needs to be still for three seconds, or what? What, what organization is that, Tobe? I think it was the EPF in Denmark. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It didn't look like it at Elpas. So maybe they changed it this year. I don't know. 
or maybe it's just a Danish rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but the in the start we we had discussed it that um, just the, the the false starts to say uh, in in EVPL you, the dog can't start before you get a okay from the from the judge and, and and in our mind that the perfect would be if the dog sits there and you walk over the finish line and then the dog starts on the command. Uh, but you don't need to walk uh, across the finish line. So you just need to walk, uh, yeah, start the dog pretty much. But uh, we we saw that in, De- in Denmark, there was a three second rule. So the dog has to sit still or stay still in three seconds before you can start pulling. And we re- really like that that rule to, to get the, the stress and, and yeah. The slingshots and stuff like that. Yeah, so get rid of yeah. that. Because I think wherever you are, uh, I think that's the most um, detrimental for the sport to see a lot of stress and a lot of slingshots. And that makes that people really don't re- can appreciate the, the fine part of the sport when they see that one. But when they see a, a, a nice clean pull for from a dog that's yes somewhat stressed because in every max effort you are quite stressed but when the stress is under control it's it's just uh, in my mind a pretty thing to see and so that's why we really like the three second rule but yeah we can see on your face that you have never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've so. never heard of it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I really like when the dogs are calm at the start, and it's something we strive for, but we're not able to achieve it at competitions. In training, yes, yeah. but in competitions, she's very eager to start, so I have to uh, keep her in place, and she wants to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but in EPF. Uh, walking starts are okay, so a lot of people yeah. use those. I don't really do a walking start, but uh, I have to help her stay in place uh, in competition because she just she's too stressed to stay, and it's something that I want to work on. And definitely, uh, I wish she could stand still before I give her the command. It's something that I really think is great. Yeah. But how does your training look like? Um, I mean, how many days a week and what kind of training do you do? You do? Uh, we actually don't do much training on the track. And if we do, uh, in uh, the middle of the season, I uh, get her on the track like once a week. But we don't really pull weights or very low weights. And I'm working on her starts mostly. Uh, that's what's my biggest issue right now. I want her to be calm in the start and I work on her nerves. It's getting better. It was much worse before. And uh, we perfect the technique. And uh, I train her endurance and strength, uh, other ways uh, like um, uh, pulling chains, running. Uh, she's pulling uh, scooter. We run together, uh, she's pulling me, doing canicross. We do a lot of different activities for training. Yeah. 
So, but how many days a week uh, do you train? I say generally four, sometimes five days a week. Oh, yeah. That's like Tobe, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Tobe, we can hear you. I think you turned off your mic. Yeah. And that's yeah, and no, I I got I got uh, some crazy. Yeah, the host muted you, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the music turns. Yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. through pretty. Yeah, pretty I want to go go kill somebody. Um, <laughs> but no, I I do a lot of drag weight. Um, but uh, for now, yeah, the focus on our, a little on the starts and uh, get her to end the pulls in a better way. Uh, Fiesen has never stopped uh, in the start. She's never had a problem starting a weight, but her going so low uh, on some dirt tracks, when, when it's really loose on the surface, she doesn't get uh, any grip because she goes so low and so wide. So that's what we will be working with this winter. So. Trains pretty much the same amount, uh, four to five days a week, both of you. And I think a lot of people we need to realize that it it takes takes that ma- that amount of time to to get a a, a good dog, um, especially if you have a like you have Alex the, the stress and and that you need to take that down a bit. It, it that takes a lot of time to change that type of behavior especially because she loves to pull. So every time she sheets, she gets that huge um, confirmation or, or, or that she's doing it good. So so it's, re- it's really hard to do that. Uh, but it, it's nice to hear that you actually have some progress and that it's going in the right direction. Because I, I think that's, that's the hardest part of training, to get a dog uh, strong and fit, it's quite easy actually. But yeah, the, you're the, completely right. Yeah, yeah, the mental part is hard. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually what uh, made me like weight pulling uh, when I tried it after all, uh, because I realized there's so much more to it than just making your dog strong. It's about the discipline. It's about a cooperation, uh, like the strength training for me is the least of it everything else is what's important with me yeah. like the way it looks the way she pulls the way she behaves i want to have a beautiful pool yeah and we're yeah. not there yet uh, it, it's the same here uh, same here i mean if if i feel uh, i've done bad or uh, the pulls look like shit it doesn't mean anything so uh, yeah, even, exactly. even, even if i win it's like Nah, there's things yeah, to work understand. work on. Yeah. So, and and you have have to work on those part on those parts. I mean, you you don't end up second on Elfas in that competition if you uh, haven't uh, don't have a good dog and you have worked on things. So, I mean, uh, I've competed again uh, a lot against the third and fourth dog. Yeah. I competed uh, against Abra and Abra too, but um, I mean, if you look at uh, 
Clarabelle and the Tigra. They've been great, yeah. They've been fighting it out all year. If you look at last season, it was Tigra won everything in Norway, uh, Michael won everything in Sweden, and Clara won everything in Finland. Uh, so, and it's been like this, like that this year too. It's been those three dogs, more or less. So, and EVP LM uh, EM was hard. It was a hard fight. So. Yeah, yeah. great jokes to watch. Yeah, but we all all have stuff to work with. I think I think the problem the problem in weight pool in general is that people get satisfied. Yeah, the dog is pulling, and we're on that level, and yeah, that's fine. And, and then they don't don't try to get better. So, uh, but is it is it a lot of discussion regarding the the stress and and that kind of problems so to speak in, in, where you are or is it just as long as the dog pulls it's okay uh i think it depends because uh before i started pulling uh, under the epf competitions i only knew the competitions that were uh, done at uh, like book sport events where it's not uh, under any uh, under any uh, organization organization yeah. sorry yes thank you uh, and uh, most of those people uh, take pulling as exactly like you said as long as the dog pulls and gets uh, to the finish line anyway it's okay yeah and, and anything anything like, goes yeah, yeah i didn't i really didn't like it and to this day i don't like it and uh that's why weight pulling was never uh, something that i considered but uh epf is, is different and before that APA also uh because it has a lot of rules and uh, the pool has to look a certain way and it has to be done a certain way and if the dog doesn't look okay uh, and doesn't look prepared the judges won't uh, let you pull and i like that here here we even have a vet through yeah. the whole, yeah, the whole yeah yeah so and they can go in and stop a dog at any time yeah, so. i think that's uh, i think that's good yeah. it should be that way because not in EPF, but there are people in weight pulling that will do anything at all to yeah. get the uh, dog to the finish line and uh, win. And sometimes it's really uh, over the top and not good for the dog's health. Oh. They will go to extremes. So that's something I don't like at all. How many pulls did you do with Halim? Uh, you mean competition? Yeah, on on the FPAS. Oh, on the FPAS. I actually don't know again. <laughs> again, no, no. Yeah. I was sure. I, I just get lost in it. I yeah. I usually uh, when the weight is quite high, <coughs> I realize she is uh, doing better if I go for mostly every weight. Uh, so mm. around like let's say nine hundred kilos or something a bit higher i just go every weight until yeah. she can't anymore uh if i if i leave out some weights then 
um, she uh, is not doing that well. So mm. I, I don't really know. No, I, no. I ask, I ask, of course, uh, we've talked about this in the uh, pod before. Uh, Johan was down and doing Evpas uh, 2017, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there was an arm stuff from Czechia uh, that did like 15 pulls or something yeah. in, in minus 30 and one. And the dog was, was in Evpas this year too. So uh, that's why I asked. So, uh, of course, it was crazy. I mean, I don't think we ever got to that number. I think I usually do from six to ten pools, yeah, but yeah. ten ten is usually a lot for me. But yeah. uh, I just look at her and uh, see what's good for her at the time because every every competition is a bit different for her. Yeah. Like the weather, uh, her mood, every uh, like the people that are there, the track, everything uh, makes the competition different for her. So I have to change it up. Yeah, that's yeah, really really nice. And and as I understand it, you you stopped her, so she made her last pull, and then you stopped. Yeah, and that's the way. That's I think that's the best way to just to end the competition. Yeah, and actually our time uh, is running out. It's been really, really nice to to have you here, and uh, hopefully we will see you again. Uh, it I was th- great. Thank yeah, you. I thank it you. It was fun. Great fun. Uh, big, big thanks, and uh, good luck for you, to you in the future. And uh, yeah, hopefully we we'll see you. you again. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yeah. Awesome. Hope to see you again. Yeah. Hope to see you too. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye bye guy. Bye. Bye.